Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is January 3rd, 2020. I'm still going to need to get used to that. I have to look at the calendar every time I say the date. Um, so today, I want to talk about being sick enough. Uh, I sometimes get really insecure about trying to be a voice, an advocate, an activist in the chronic illness community because I'm surrounded by so many extraordinarily brave humans that struggle so much. And sometimes I feel like they struggle what appears to be more than me. They're going through conditions and symptoms that I can't imagine living with. And that can sometimes make me feel a bit of imposter syndrome. And I feel like, well, I'm I'm doing okay. Maybe I'm being lazy or maybe I'm not trying hard enough or, you know, maybe I'm not doing everything I should do. I spend a lot of time thinking, maybe not a lot of time, but I spend time thinking about, well, maybe if I just followed more of my healing protocols to a T, um, did things that made me feel better, that maybe I would be able to live a more normal life, accomplish more, achieve more. You know, these are thoughts that I have. Um, and I was having these thoughts a lot yesterday because I was feeling really good and I was getting a lot done. And um, I you know, just thinking like, hey, maybe I'm okay. Like, you know, maybe things are looking up. Maybe everything's working. Um, and ironically or coincidentally or some word, today I feel absolutely horrible. So I'm I'm laughing a little bit because yesterday I posted to um, one of the chronic and invisible and the support groups that I'm in on Facebook, which I will link to in the show notes, if you would like to join this community, it's over 3,000 people and it's really, really wonderful. I mean, it's a support group, but it's it's really supportive. And I posted in there yesterday saying, you know, this might be kind of weird to bring up, but do any of you ever feel like you're not as sick as other people? And if so, how does that make you feel? And I was blessed with 15 people responding with you know, really taking the time to respond with several sentences, like very compassionately sharing their story, helping me feel, I guess, more a part of the community in a way, um, more valid in my experiences. Um, one of the people also pointed out that it, in my sentence when I was saying, you know, is this weird? I said, I have a pretty, okay, I have pretty okay days as long as I don't leave home, eat the wrong thing, or get triggered by fragrances. And I really appreciated one of the people who said that that sounds pretty hard to them. And most of the people, you know, just had really beautiful things to say about, like, having no shame and not comparing my situation to others and knowing that a struggle is a struggle and the best thing that we can do is be there for each other 
I, I'm also thinking about this because I got summoned to jury duty, um, and I'm supposed to go at the end of January, but I can't go. Like I can barely go to the grocery store for an hour with Thomas, let alone by myself for a whole day or multiple days spending time with other people. Like I wouldn't be able to make it. Like I don't know how far I can push my body, but I I wouldn't be a functional person. I'd probably end up in a lot of pain. I would get triggered. So I have to get a note from my doctor. And at the moment, I don't have a doctor that I trust um, or that I'm really working with. I I have a primary care physician, um, but the last time I met with her, I told her how sick I feel. I told her how hard it is for me to function, um, to you know, be a person to be like, I, I can't really drive myself places more than just like a quick trip. And even that's a little bit risky um, because like my attention isn't there and I get really distracted and I start getting a lot of anxiety and sometimes I get triggered by fragrances and like that is not a good person to be on the road. And so um, I just, I don't have a lot of independence and even on my good days, I can't do as much as I want to do. So. I hope this doctor will give me a note. Um, If not, in the next couple of weeks, I have to find a different doctor to write me a note. And in general, I want to find a different doctor who will be more of a partner in at least managing my symptoms or understanding um, what's up with me. Uh, The other thing that I'm dealing with right now is... um, I've talked about this on the show before, that when I first got sick five years ago, I started using cannabis to treat my symptoms. And along the way, the different doctors I've had have been supportive of me using cannabis, have trusted me to dose myself and decide which strains to use and how much and delivery method and all of that. Like They really have um, given me a green light to do as much as I want, however I want. Um, even when I've told them that I felt like things were getting out of hand and that I was concerned that some of the symptoms that I was experiencing might've been because of the cannabis, um, like any substance that you're using to medicate yourself, there are side effects. And it turns out that for me, cannabis definitely has side effects. So, um, last year I went off for six months and then, around Thanksgiving, um, I started again. And at first it was okay, but then a month in, um, I started getting some of the same symptoms that I was getting last time, including loss of appetite, um, nausea, um, more anxiety, more tired, um, things like that. And so I quit again a couple of days ago. And I'm not sure if how I'm feeling today is just a consequence of going off of that substance again, or if there's other things going on. Um, It might be other things going on in addition because I've been working really hard this week on my brand and my work and this podcast and my web of pages, and I think I'm getting really excited and also nervous about success. Um, But yeah, I was up for a lot of the night. I woke up this morning really nauseous. I didn't really eat yesterday. Um, and sometimes I get in my head and I think, oh, like I'm causing this, you know, it's my fault that I don't feel good. 
Um, it's the cannabis, but I mean, it's a medicine and it causes side effects. That's just part of my condition. Um, and so I'm off of it again now, but now I'm like really not in any form of treatment other than, um, mental health therapy, um, for any of my stuff. And that is really good that I have a mental health therapist because the bulk of my conditions include, um, generalized anxiety disorder, major depressive disorder, and um, CPTSD, um, as well as symptoms of OCD. I'm the survivor, I'm a survivor of um, narcissistic abuse, um, as well as some other like domestic um, situations when I was really young. Um, I think I talk about that a little bit in other episodes, and I'm more than happy to share all the details if somebody thinks it would help. Um, I just don't know if it's relevant to bring up every time, but uh, I have basically like a nervous system issue where my body doesn't know that I'm safe and always uses hormones that are for people who are in danger, I guess, if that makes any sense, like adrenaline and cortisol. Um, And I'm always on edge and I'm really nervous and I get worked up really easily and my body shuts down um, when overstimulated. So that's the condition I have. Those are the conditions that I have. I don't have necessarily any answers of what to do about it. I've never found a doctor that had any of those kind of answers. Um, But the point of this episode was more to talk about my insecurities about being sick enough to be an advocate, a representative of the sick people community, whether you call it chronic illness, invisible illness, I'm a spoonie, disability, um, special needs. I mean, I wouldn't ever say that I was crippled. I don't need to say that. There are people who identify with um, all of those languages and all those wording. Um, I usually say special needs. I'm also chronically and invisibly ill um, and a spoonie. But this community is a big and it is full of a vast majority, like just not a vast majority, a vast spectrum of people going through different things on different days at different times in different ways on different scales. Um, Some days are good. Some days are really, really bad. And what I loved the most about what people were saying in the chronic and invisible illness support group was that some other people feel these ways too, but the best that you can do is focus on yourself and be there for each other. And that's what I'm just going to keep doing. I'm going to keep pushing through um, these insecurities. I'm going to keep trying to take the best care of myself that I can, continue to support this community um, and this conversation with any resources or answers I might come up with because of my own journey, um, as well as my husband Thomas's journey. Um, He also has conditions that we've mostly got into remission at this point. Thank God the diet that we follow got his arthritis into remission. So um, I'm definitely here. I definitely have things to say. And even though sometimes I get imposter syndrome and I feel like, um, I don't know, I just, I feel like other people have it worse than me. What I can say definitively is that if I'm feeling good, that means that I have more energy to help myself and um, my fellow Spoonies 
to um, get the help and the resources and the love that we all need. And so I think that's where I'll leave it today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you're listening and you're one of the people who helped me out yesterday, thank you so much for your kind words and your community. I can see that some of you are talking to each other, which makes me so happy. Um, And yeah, thank you. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.